Well, hey friends, Kara Snyder here and welcome to Car Line Conversations. I'm coming back to you from the car line. And before we hop into our conversation today, just a quick reminder that you can find Car Line Conversations on most of the podcast uh, platforms that are out there. You can find us on Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor, any places like that to listen in and share with your friends. I would love for you to follow or subscribe and leave a review so others can know that they can join us here as well. Um, and you can also follow me on my website at karissnyder.com. Lots of great information you can find there. Join our email family and just be a part of our community. I know sometimes as mamas, it can feel lonely. And maybe you wonder, you know, does any other mom go through what I go through? And the answer is yes. And so that's why I love having you as part of our community. So let's have a conversation today about our fancy holiday anxiety. Anyone else out there have that fancy holiday anxiety? It's so funny, a friend of mine, she posts this picture every year, probably right after Thanksgiving. And it is a picture of her wearing this shirt that says, it's time for me to switch out of my normal everyday anxiety and change into my fancy Christmas anxiety. And it makes me laugh thinking about it, but also how many of us really How many of us are there when it comes to holidays and anxiety and the overwhelm? Even as I am uh, driving around today, just thinking about my kids and their schedules. We have, uh, for my oldest, exams to deal with. And my youngest, well, for both of them, those extracurricular activities and their parties and the parties that we have and the family events. On top of all that, there is sickness maybe that you're dealing with. And then not just those normal events, but maybe some of you are going through events, they don't happen normally. And it has been maybe tragic for you, or maybe something that you're not quite sure how to deal with. It could be a loss of a job, loss of a a family connection, a friendship, a relationship. So you don't really know what to do. And that is causing you some anxiety because you don't know how to deal with it. So what can we do? How can we respond to this holiday anxiety so that it doesn't steal from us and it doesn't overwhelm us and we can still find the joy in this season? You know, we have to remember, I love the the Christmas carol, O Holy Night, and how it talks about a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices. And when Jesus came, when our Savior was born into this world, it was a dark time. It was not, you know, just this happy, happy season. There was a lot of darkness going on. And so we can know that living hope was born in this time of darkness. So we can cling to that living hope as well. So here are four quick things for you to deal with that holiday anxiety. Okay, you ready? First of all, have a game plan. You need to have a game plan first by looking at your schedule. For those of us who are not the best time management people, if we are really honest, we need to have a schedule. Look at your calendar. What are all the events that are going on? Write them down, put them down. If if you are a um, electronic calendar person, put them in there. And then look at the big picture. 
what are the things that you absolutely, they are must do's, gotta do these things. And then look at the ones that are maybes. What can you put a question mark beside so that you are not over committing yourself? You need to also have a game plan. Let's face it, with those relationships, maybe those people that you are tense around, maybe they're tense around you if we are honest, what is gonna be your plan for those conversations? What's going to be your strategy if you want to not have tense conversations this year or go into specific subjects? Have a plan of how you will exit out of that or not go into those areas of conversation at all. You can even have a game plan of if you have multiple events maybe that you do kind of have to do and they're on the same night. We'll plan out which one you're going to leave early, which one you're going to get late to. Both of those scenarios are okay. So you just want to know which one is going to be which so you're prepared. And also in that game plan, if people offer to help you with cooking or with events that you're hosting, let them. Say yes. You don't have to be the hostess with the mostest of food, okay? It is totally okay to let those friends and family come in and help you however they can. So we're going to have a game plan. Next, we're going to operate on a budget operate on a financial budget and a time budget. Finances look different for most everyone this year. So we want to acknowledge that and look at that and see what is something that we can do. um, What is, you know, going to be available for you to do for this Christmas season and operate on that budget, set a budget because you don't want January to come and that bank statement to come and you're looking at it or that credit card statement and then you dread seeing January, okay? So we want to operate on that budget and maybe that means you do some things a little bit different when it comes to parties this year with friends or, or with extended family. Maybe you don't do the dirty Santa. Maybe instead you do white elephant where you grab funny gifts around your house or re-gift those type things or maybe instead you swap, you do a recipe swap, something very simple. It may look a little bit different and that's okay, but you want to operate on a budget financially. You also want to operate on a time budget and that moves us into P, which is permission to not do all the things. I'm going to say that again, mama friends, permission to not do all the things. You do not have to do all the things and you're right. You can't, you cannot do all the things. You were never meant to do all the things. So this is the Christmas. This is the year that you stop saying yes to everything and you put margin into this holiday season. Okay. So we're going to go back to that schedule and we're going to find those places where you put a question mark and we're going to say no. We're going to say no to those things because you're saying yes to margin in your life. You're saying yes to time with your family to just cozy up together and watch Christmas movies or make gingerbread houses or just have a meal together, just you and your family, or you're making margin and you're saying no to all the events. So you're making time where it allows you to sit quietly with the Lord and ponder what this season means. Look at, you know, Mary's song when the angel told her that she was going to give birth to the savior of the world. So you can take the time to look at that and look at what this season is truly all about. 
We talk quite a bit about margin in your life, and we definitely need it during this holiday season. And I know it's tough. Even I, I need to listen to this myself. But there are places that we can say no to so that we can say yes to the things of God, so that we can say yes to rest and not overextending ourselves and dreading this time of year because of all the events. We can be in charge of that calendar. So permission to you to not do all the things. Last one. Okay, so let's go through this very quickly. Going to have a game plan. Going to operate on a financial budget and a time budget. Permission to say to not say yes to all the things. Permission to not do all the things. And finally, enjoy the season differently. It's okay to enjoy it differently. Look, it's going to be different in full transparency for my family and I. My grandmother, I think I may have already shared this with you guys on a couple of of previous episodes, but you know, she went on to heaven back in February and part of our Christmas was always going to Tupelo, Mississippi to see Malala. And that's not going to be part of our Christmas this year. And that's hard even to say that out loud, but it won't be. So um, we're going to have to step back and look at how can we enjoy differently. Now, part of that differently for us is going to be grieving. It's going to be going through those first, the first of not having her. So just know that if differently for you involves grievingly, know, grieving, know that that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means you're doing it differently. And different is okay. Different is okay. So look at how you can enjoy this season with some different things. It may be that traditions that you do every year, you have to put them on pause this year. Or you have to tweak that tradition a little bit. And they're not like glued in, cemented in. You know, we have this mindset that you can't change a tradition, but you can. And you can put it on pause. It doesn't make you a bad mama. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that you've got to do things a little bit differently this year for your heart, for your mind, and your soul. So leave that space to allow you to grieve. Leave that space to allow you to, to, to change some things up. It may be uh, because you have a, have lost a job or your finances are different that that means you're going to have to look at enjoying the season differently in that manner. Um, health-wise, maybe you've had surgery or maybe you are getting ready to have surgery. So foods that you might normally make or, or events that you normally might host or things that you might normally do, you physically cannot do that this year. And that is okay. So take that pressure off of trying to figure out how you are going to be able to do those things when your body is telling you, no, you cannot. So it may be that you order that food item this year or you share that recipe with someone else and ask them to make it this go around. Or if they have to kind of wait and not do that food this year, it'll be okay. But if you allow others in to share Kind of, you know, it's important to you. It matters to you. So if you tell someone else, it will matter to them and they'll see the importance of it to you. They're going to help you figure this out. Okay. So give your space room to enjoy differently, to shed the tears, to cry. If you need to journal and get some things out, maybe you're angry about this season being different. Journal it, lay it before the Lord. He wants to hear from you. He wants to be near to you. He, he tells us in Psalms, he'll be near to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. And that may be where you find yourself today. So have hope, cling to hope when it comes to that holiday anxiety. Take a breath, give yourself 
that space to do one thing at a time, to say no, to operate and to budget, and to do things differently. And as you do that, it's going to open up space for you to take a deep breath and remember what this season truly is all about. The thrill of hope that came when Christ the Savior was born, lying in a manger. As the angels sang, holy, 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 we can do the same through these difficult and different seasons. So have hope today, my friends. I want to thank you for joining me in the car line. Don't forget, you can purchase my resources at all the different places that you would purchase books. Anxiety Elephants, a 31-day devotional for us as adults. And Anxiety Elephants, a 90-day devotional for our tween girls and tween boys, those 8 to 12-year-olds. Get those books for them. It's a great time to begin to equip them with how to respond to those anxious thoughts and feelings. Great stocking stuffers, by the way. Feel free to share that with your friends as well. I want to thank you for joining me in the car line, and I'll talk to you soon.